Welcome to Touched by Grace, an outreach of Grace for the Nation's Church here in the city of Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information, visit us on the web at gftnc.org. And now, here's Touched by Grace. What do you have as a result of all this living that you've been living, all this praying you've been praying, all this giving you've been giving, all this speaking you've been speaking, all this word in your life, what's, what do you have left? What's the net? What is the net? What's the bottom line after you've made the additions, subtractions, multiplications, and all of those different things, the divisions and all that? After you've split from that bad relationship, what do you have left? What about your net? When Jesus sent those men out and they, they went out, I'm sure he was talking to them while they were fishing. We don't see the recording of it, but I'm sure Jesus wasn't just looking and go, ooh, that's a nice fish. No, no, no. He had to be explaining to them that's how your life is. When you follow the leading of the Lord, no matter how hard you think you've worked, and you just do what he said do, and you do what he says do with a joy, and you will find yourself a huge harvest. In Matthew, where it speaks of Jesus coming upon them, he says to them, have you caught any fish? He's on the shore and they are out on a boat. And they says, no, we've toiled all night and we've caught nothing. He says, he says, cast your net on the right side of the boat. Now we know we learned early on, there's a left and there's a right, a port and a starboard side. He said, right side. We've taken the word right and we've made it the opposite of wrong. It's not just the opposite of left, but it's the opposite of wrong, right? Correct. Right, right? I gave you directions and I say, go up to the corner and make a right and then make a right. You understand me, right? So we even have learned that the word right is a directional instruction. That if you turn right, one thing I learned about being lost is that if you keep making rights, you'll eventually get to at least where you started. Some of you all, I'm going to wait till you catch up with that, all right? You need the visual on that, all right? I'm trying to get over here, but I don't know how. And I turn right. He said, keep turning right. Just keep, keep turning right. Keep Keep turning right. Oh, there it is. Jesus says, cast your net on the right side and surely you'll catch fish. They caught so many fish, another instance, caught so many fish that it was just unbelievable. Peter saw him and Peter was undressed because he was out there working and cussing and catching fish. You know, sort of like me walking up on you, but you know, when you're in your neighborhood or, or, or you see me at a restaurant with chicken in my hand, you know, it just caught him with his guard down and he immediately cloaked himself and jumped into the water because he was somewhat shamed, but I think he also had this rush of excitement to be where the Lord was. He hadn't even had his walk on water experience. He just jumped in the water. And, and when they came to shore, Jesus said, give me some of the fish that you caught. And he made breakfast for them. Breakfast on the seashore is what I was going to call this message. He made breakfast for them. He will take what you have caught and he will multiply it to nourish you with it. But if you haven't let down your net, you ain't caught nothing. If your net has holes in it, you keep missing out on the potential of what you could catch. Or if you're borrowing somebody else's net, then it's not really yours. What about the fact that when Jesus gave them this fish, they ate, they were amazed at what he said, and the story goes that they left their nets and followed him. That's an ultimate state of being. When you get to the place, now some of us just need just discovered today that we got nets. So don't be trying to leave your nets just yet. S somebody though is at a place to where they realize, I will leave everything to follow Jesus. I will leave everything to follow Jesus. I'll, if God says stop singing and I got a Grammy, I'll stop singing. If God, if God tells me, he says, just stop, stop everything and just follow me, I'll stop. 
Now, we like to modify. We modify. We'll, we'll modify it a little bit, but we should strive to get to that place where we're willing to drop everything, including what we have left, including our nets. Now, they didn't go without eating after that. They ate, and they ate fish. They ate a lot of fish. They kept eating. As a result of him being their provider, though, they didn't have to worry about where it was going to come from. So, so they launched daily, daily. You got to launch daily. Got to get up, open your eyes, wash your face, brush your teeth, comb your hair, put on some clothes. Don't forget the lotion and some deodorant and get out there and launch every day, every day, every day. You got to do something to advance what you've been called to do or you're not living. I know I just got to go to work. Just got to go to work. Got to go. Okay, go to work. But what about what's on the inside of you? Put some time there. Just a little bit every day. I was trying to finish that book two years ago. It's time for the second one to come out. Two years ago, almost three, it's time for the second book. But I realized that I wouldn't get any closer to finishing that book if I didn't do anything on it every day. So I decided every day I was going to write a paragraph. Just one paragraph every day. Every day. Worked out till I got five chapters. But how many know I got a whole lot more to say than what's in those five chapters? I got a whole lot more to say. So I got to launch and relaunch and launch and relaunch. I got to cast out into deep places because in shallow places, I get shallow stuff. Deep places are important, not just the shallow. I saw a small body of water and somebody said, you think we can get a pedal boat in there? I said, I don't know how deep it is. If you're not sure how deep something is, don't launch. Don't launch until you can find the depth. Find out just how deep it is. That's why I've discontinued some of the conversations that I have with certain people because they're not deep. I still respect them, honor them, and I give them shallow things because they're shallow people. But deep people, we go after deep, deep calls to deep. So launch daily, go to deep places, and fish for a purpose. <laughs> he said, cast down your net for a draught. He didn't say just cast down your net so I can tell you a story. He didn't say just cast down your net because you didn't have nothing else to do. He didn't say cast down, you got a net, cast it down. No, cast it down for a purpose. Come to church for a purpose. Go out to, to work for a purpose. Do you know we come to church to give service unto the Lord through the rendering of our worship, but we go outside those doors to actually serve the Lord? That's the purpose. The purpose is to be equipped, prepared, so that we go out there and we can do something. So fish for a purpose. Now, 21st century fishing doesn't mean the same thing as fishing back then. If you get catfished, you really got God. Some of the young people know what I'm talking about, right? When they catfish you. Yeah, that's when they, they bait you and switch and it's not what you really think it is. Everybody's fishing. You know, the enemy fishes. Satan is fishing right now. He's fishing for things to drop little seeds, little bait traps in your mind. Do you know that one of the things that they did in those nets, they would literally tie smaller fish, loop them into the net so that the bigger fish would come and rush the net. The enemy has given you smaller versions of your greater victory. And you rush in the net instead of waiting for your purpose. I'll translate it. Some of you are jumping quickly and you just want to be married so that you can have somebody to sleep with. But there's some people who got married and they realize that they're sleeping with the enemy in uh, me. The enemy is not external. The enemy is on the inside. And that's the worst thing is when you don't know where your fight is coming from. So I suggest that if you're going to fish Fish for a purpose. Ladies, don't just say, I need a man. No, say, Lord, I want you to provide me with the man of God that I'm supposed to have. 
Men don't just say, I want a woman, because there's plenty of them. There's three to one right now. Three to one, not in our church. Our men have multiplied, but in most churches, it's three to one. Three to one. You can't have all of them. You can't pick and see which one you want to keep. You can't even test taste to see which one you think is going to be the best for you. Fish for a purpose. You don't want a woman. You want a wife. You don't want just a wife. You want a woman of God. And so if you fish in relationships, fish for the purpose. You know, some people have allowed the snare and the bait of the enemy to deviate their affections to something other than what God designed And so they're no longer interested in what is appropriately for them. They're going after an imitation that just feels good for the moment. I'm not going to get any more graphic and I won't go into any detail. So what's in your net? What's in your net right now? When Jesus talked to them and he says, pull the net in, they literally were 100 feet from shore and they drug the net up on the shore and they counted all of those fish that they had, all kinds of fish that they had as a result of the miraculous power of God's word being spoken in their lives. God is speaking in your life today. Launch daily. You got that part, right? What was the second thing? Into deep places. Don't just launch in shallow waters. The next one, fish for a purpose, and then always take an assessment of what's in the net. Because what's in the net is your net. What's in the net, by definition, is what's left. Do you know that every fish in the ocean doesn't get snagged? No matter how hard you fish and how much you bring in, there's always still going to be some more fish in the sea. I know you heard that before. There's always another fish in the sea. You're not running out just chasing after fish that you've never had before. But don't get caught up on the one that got away. Don't get caught up on the one that got away. I watched a YouTube of a man fishing for catfish, and they stick their hand in a hole, and the catfish actually bites their hand, and they pull the catfish out. Well, this particular instance, the catfish was bigger than the man. I'm sure he wanted to throw that one back, but he couldn't let go. The, the visual of that catfish, that catfish was more than eight feet long. I don't know any eight feet men. That catfish had to be at least 400 pounds. And they were able to, he got some help, and they were able to hold that catfish up, and they let it go. I wouldn't even want to eat any of that catfish, because I can only imagine what it's been eating. So everything in the net is not worth keeping. That's all I'm trying to say. There's some stuff in your net right now that you'd be like, okay, I can get rid of that. I have absolutely no use for that. I'm not talking about tossing people. I'm talking people, places, and things. Make sure that your net is used for its proper purpose. And if you find that there's something in your net that doesn't belong in your net, get rid of it right away. Cast it out. Because believe it or not, if you leave it in your net, it becomes bait for something else that you don't even want. What are you saying? I'm saying watch the people that's with you. Because if they walk that way, you'll walk that way. And if you don't walk that way, then they shouldn't, you shouldn't be with people that do walk that way. Because all they're going to do is draw more people that walk that way. I'm using these generalities because some of the specifics that we have are so deep that you mean i got to get new friends? Maybe if you try Jesus first as your friend, the rest of the friends will follow. But I've been knowing them all their lives. And they know your secrets and you know theirs. Well, if yours is no longer a secret, then they have absolutely nothing to hold you with. God don't keep secrets. He reveals us. He reveals who we are. And he says, I loved you in the midst of that. I loved you out of that. I love you in spite of that. And you don't have to keep that. So I'm going to encourage somebody today to check your nets and make sure that you don't have Satan's bait in your net. 
If you dress like it, then that's what's coming after you. Do you know that there are only certain things that certain fish will eat? And then there are some fish that'll eat anything. Carp will eat anything. Bluegill will eat anything. You can drop an empty hook and the bluegill will bite it. Carp or scavenger type fish, they'll eat anything as well. I remember fishing with Cheetos because we didn't have nothing else. So I just took some of the Cheetos and started fishing with an unwanted, non-appetizing fish on the end of my hook. So if you find yourself pulling up your net and there's stuff in there that you didn't want, you didn't order, you didn't check what you're fishing with. Find out what, what, where are you fishing? Where are you fishing? Well, it ain't no good fish in the church. I want God to minister to us beyond our physical needs. So we need to assess what's in our net and move into a place where we're ready to continue to launch and cast our net. Notice the image. He's standing on a boat there and he's casting that net, draws it in, cast the net, draws it in. The way that it works is that ring that you see around the net, all the way around the net, those are little rocks or pebbles or shells and it makes the the net weighty so that it will settle. And then when they pull the net up, it'll just close up around what it is that just swam by, schools of fish. So I want you to consider for a moment the fact that God has given us deep waters to fish in. We have nets in order to catch what we need. And we have discretion and discernment to decide whether or not we're going to cast those nets. Have you been blessed by the message series? The whole series. I was so elated by those brothers who stood up and quoted those quotes from um, messages that I've preached. It just really inspired me. The hashtags inspired me. Do you know about eight years ago, did anybody know what a hashtag was? You know, it was that little pound phone sign on the... But, but why don't you hashtag Jesus all day? Let's just hashtag Jesus all day long. So, so our decisions and our choices, our conversation will be influenced by Jesus. Amen? You've been listening to Touched by Grace, an outreach of Grace for the Nation's Church in Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information, log on to our website, gftnc.org, or call us, 616-974-9128. Our mission here at Grace for the Nations Church is to reach the diverse people of the world by teaching biblical principles and life application of the Scripture. Despite the present-day challenges facing individuals, families, and our communities, we believe there is hope. 